0: You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show.
1: This portion of The John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Whether it's heating or cooling, you can depend on J.K.L. Engineering. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them today at 401-351-7600. Listen, we still have a number of months ahead You're going to need the heat. We don't know what's going to happen. March can still be chilly. April can still be obviously chilly. The heating season. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy efficient. They're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., Carrier Factory, authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 53 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none. Technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer call J.K.L. Engineering today. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. They're going to do it right. They're going to do it right the first time. And remember, with J.K.L. Engineering, they'll keep it nice and cool in the summertime and nice and warm in the wintertime. Central Air is a life changer. Central Air is a game changer. And right now, Estimates are free. Financing is available. License in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. The original, the best, J.K.L. Engineering. Call them, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. It's time for our segment, DePetro Debate. Joining me, one of my siblings, happens to be Massachusetts communication consultant Donna Perry. And uh, Donna, I want to start off, DJ, with let's uh, start at the very top. Um, You know, obviously all governors have some challenges, and we'll talk about that. But there's a lot of developments out of the White House, and I'd like to hear your views. We're going to touch on some things, but let's just start with how you view the president's general demeanor at these daily briefings.
2: Sure. Good to be with you again, J.D. Um, his daily briefings, whether they recognize it or not, I've been thinking about this in the past few days as we see them. These will really become, in a way, John, the definitive sort of image uh, of of his tone, what he's saying, whether he's projecting um, emotion and relating to the public. This, this becomes a very definitive Um, thing for him or any president facing down this kind of a moment. And I I just wonder that they have him really understanding that because I have been very critical of how he's coming across in this. I mean, whether you're talking about, first of all, it doesn't come across as organized information. And a lot of it is because, uh, and this has been reported many times, you know, he thinks he he, Donald Trump, is the best communications professional, you know, handling and everything. So, number one, there's that. Um, and it just doesn't come across as organized. And and I have called it sometimes almost this incoherent rambling. Um, and I don't think that part of it is really getting to the meat of when the country feels on the ground like this very, Um, you know, scary situation, and we all see these images in the hospital. So, first of all, I just don't think it's as organized as it needs to be. Uh, And I I secondly think all these kinds of odd sort of, um, you know, behavior of his, where he's mocking governors who are talking about, you know, their desperate needs for um, this or that in their state, and then all the, you know, prickly arguing with the reporters, which I don't think is something the public has often seen, play out to this degree so i i think it's problematic how it's handled
1: do you think um that part of the problem and it's almost like a campaign and it it comes down to the individual themselves what i do find surprised is the president obviously all right so he came in had never been a politician before but one of the things was he was familiar with television he was familiar with how things looked but uh you know let's just go back to the show Apprentice. it was an hour long and it had a beginning and a middle and an end. The uh, these briefings go on marathon sessions, yeah. and and the longer that you go on, the more there's things that that can go wrong. It's also, do you find that that it's it's actually hurting getting the information out as opposed to clarifying?
2: I absolutely do, because again, it's his insistence, John, that he only he can deliver. Uh, for instance, when it's the part about what is the tracking of the disease? You know, when we're talking about the nitty gritty, which still remains at the center of this huge emergency, right? The the main thing before we get to handling, you know, the economic uh, relief package and all that stuff is they've got to get to where is it penetrated in states? Are states starting to look like they're making a recovery? And the fact that I, I felt in the past few days, it was like all him... I don't even know if Dr. Burke's got to say, you know, 12 seconds of anything. And I think that alone is problematic because he talks in jumbles. He's not an epidemiologist, obviously, and that's okay. But like, let them project that part of the information. When, when Dr. Fauci is speaking to me or Dr. Burke's, I think it's very effective. I think it's actually comforting to the public. Um, and this is the part of, to me, what he has never understood, J.D., um, and certainly in this moment. When you look historically, uh, George Bush after 9-11, uh, people can go back to FDR, World War II. The public does look to feel comforted, A, and that someone is in command, B when there was this kind of a situation. And I would just argue, I don't think you're finding that from that podium.
1: Well it's starting to show in a lot of the polling. And folks again, it's John DiPietro. Uh, our segment is De debate with me is one of my siblings, Donna Perry. You know, something that does stand out and I was thinking about was after nine eleven, someone you know, there are these people that suddenly emerge as kind of heroes. They're unknown. In this situation it has been Dr. Fauci. It's been uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Burks but something after nine eleven was Don Rumsfeld suddenly became this star they even called it the Rummy Show where he was there he was at the Pentagon yeah right clearly in charge you didn't have but it was just him you didn't have President Bush then wandering up and taking the microphone with President Trump if he would just simply step back and let these professionals take over he would benefit just from their knowledge and
2: credibility. That's a great point. And that's very insightful, JD. That's that's exactly right. I hadn't thought about that. The when Rummy was like in command and as as he should we have We named been. our dog after him. <laughs> well, I know. Uh-huh. The cousin to my dogs. I, I know right. Rummy. And that's the thing. Like so but we don't see that, and you're very right. Trump is not capable to see um having talented other, you know, government officials, talented staff, let them shine, it ultimately will favorably bounce back to him. I think that's something he's really never grasped. I don't think anything in his life would show that he grasped that. So that's another uh, problem and and issue. And again, they need to be the ones projecting uh, the information. First of all, he gets lost in the information. When you're not an epidemiologist, you really shouldn't be the one you know, he's giving these kind of confused answers about um, where is it in other states. I don't think he still wants to understand, as uh, this has been a persistent point in recent days, where the reporters keep saying, why not, for a short time, why not insist that all of the states have the stay-at-home order? You know, we in the Northeast, we're under these orders. It's livable. Is it what we would want? No. But we all want, you know, whatever is the remedy that would get us to faster to a more easing of the restrictions is what everyone wants. And the idea that in a country where all the state borders are connected, I don't see how, for instance, you know, people could flood the beaches in Georgia, which he was asked about. And he just kind of shrugs it off and says the governor's doing a great job. I don't know what those answers mean anymore, J.D., you know, and I. I think he doesn't realize he says these things. The public just probably saw that news update or whatever on somebody, CNN or something 10 minutes ago, you know what I mean? So like you could just be a basic person and you're, you're seeing, well, they're not doing a great job if they're walking around beaches and parks. And there were still people, I think in restaurants and churches in parts of like Louisiana, which is hard hit. So like, a lot of his answers don't make sense and they just defy what any person just saw on their TV screen 20 minutes ago. Why
1: do you think that he is so hesitant to order a national stay at home?
2: You know, it's an important, good question. Um, Whether it is a case of he somehow thinks the voters in those States, you know, would be upset or something, or I, 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 it has been not really completely clear to me why he resists that. Um, but there's a lot of evidence that doing that, and I think Steve Bannon actually a few days ago um, really kind of, I thought, gave a pretty tough, powerful uh, set of responses on an interview. And, and he kind of said that all the countries that really snap down this bug you know they they did like this intense whether it's 25 30 days where you really can't have much movement at all around the country and i Bannon was pretty strong in an interview where he kind of said i think he was trying to project to trump because he knows he watches certain shows and say like you you got to get control of this thing and it just doesn't project that he has that um and i just think if there's any remaining states where people are being encouraged to go to churches because it's Easter weekend. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> we all want to come back to normal. We get that. But like it, you just you have to have the country almost frozen in place. Why he resists it um, repeatedly, I, I don't fully understand. And I don't think anyone is buying it when he says their governors is a quote doing a good job. Just say it has to be a stay at home order in all 50 states. Again, I know he can't like governmentally decree that because of, you know, the the distinction between the federal government states. I get that, J.D., but he certainly could project it from the podium, and I think they would do it.
1: Folks, it's John DiPietro. Uh, Our segment is DiPietro Debate. And coming up, we are going to talk about Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, also Governor Mundo. There are some new polling numbers out. What does this mean for the Biden campaign? And also some of the decisions made by the White House. It's all ahead. Leave it right here on the John DiPietro show. Well, it's John DiPietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401 401- now is the time to stock up it's drive in no wait propane filling station they'll fill up your tank now is the time you want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen and if in fact you get locked down or you have to be out then you want to make sure you have propane johnson propane 904 manton avenue providence i i'm stopping by to have phil fill up i have two tanks i'm gonna have them both filled up 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop.
0: Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. Our Rhode Island family business since 1986.
1: This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by MEGA MEGA professionals. Call them today. 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, What exactly do they do, mega professionals? They're here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part time, full time, weekend work, uh, local, AKA sleep at home drivers, class AB, non CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor. Healthcare professionals, office professionals, you need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA Professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the website, DiPietro.com. Donna Perry, it's our segment, DePietro Debate. I just want to pick up on what you were saying, it, and you're seeing it right now. Uh, one of the governors that has the lowest approval rating right now, a new poll that just came out, is the governor of Florida. And Florida was an interesting situation because it's almost like sometimes you see the old adage of two people that get to a door, and one says, after you, and the other one says, no, after you. Uh, Both the president and the governor of Florida were were almost going to each other like, no, you announce everyone is on lockdown. No, you announce everyone's (laughs) on lockdown. And as a result of that, because Florida, as you know, is a very important state for November, um, the governor DeSantis in Florida, he is hammered right now with low approval ratings. That could be an early indication that that was a huge mistake to let Florida get to the condition that it's in.
2: Absolutely. that That's a great point. Florida, I believe now, J.D., is worse hit than Massachusetts. And Massachusetts has, um, I think, a very strong leadership governor. But the point is he's worked really hard, you know, to really keep people at home, at home, at home, separated. And the fact that um, Florida took so long, we all uh, saw those images uh, in March, uh, spring break, uh, beach going, young people and everything. Uh, And and something about the illness that is just really worth keeping track of and repeating, John, what we are seeing is people who were kind of not paying attention in March. It can take as much as, you know, four plus weeks to germinate in a person, which is very frightening. Now, we're only in the early weeks of April and that's what they're seeing. You know, there are people who are going to get hit because they were. In these other states, or maybe they were somewhere else, they flew back the, all this stuff, like you know you have to understand how how severe this thing is. it doesn't announce itself, it's in you and and all the rest of it. so now um Governor DeSantis he's definitely going to pay the price because people will then they get frightened, they get angry, they get sick. Yes. So uh, you have one of the highest elderly populations in Florida. I mean, it was mystifying to me, not to mention they have the cruise ship thing. That's right. They have one of the that's like the main port. Um, So now he's got his hands full. Um, And and you're right. and, And Trump like playing footsie with this. I think it just goes to show it's taken him so long to accept the magnitude of what this is. This is not this is a pandemic. It, again, I realize no president could have been maybe not psychologically ready for it. But as all the reporting will keep coming out, J.D., there's a lot of indications that they could have and should have at least gotten that alert light in, you know, in the 1st of January. And there's a lot of stuff coming out about that. Um, we and, can and talk we are, about it. Mm-hmm. We are
1: going to touch on it. One last note on Florida. A problem with Florida is you have so many people that are from somewhere else, but that's where they've gone to retire. Yep. Now, no one is flying right now. So it just adds to the stress. This is not the norm where you have someone get in the car. Uh, we went over to my parents' house. We couldn't go inside, whatever. This is, this is then on the phone. They're getting phone calls. Your mother doesn't feel well. Your father doesn't feel well. That that just adds to the stress of a family. Let's talk about some of the decisions made inside that White House. What did you think of the president? He surprised a lot of people naming his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, to now be in charge of this entire effort.
2: You know, I find that actually that it, it, I get angry when I see that um, because every step of the way since they've been in office, when what has happened is when he appoints the son-in-law He's almost like kind of a wormy spy kind of a guy. And I'm, I'm not trying to overly knock them at this point, but he is. There's a lot of indications that he it's almost like Trump doesn't trust regular seasoned, by the way, trained government officials. And so he puts him in charge because I guess he just trusts him. Um, and I just think, what are the qualifications of Jared Kushner to manage something of this magnitude and there's a lot of indications that he's adding to the chaotic response because you have these little teams you know in the white house and then they always know he's he is supposed to be the top dog because he's the president's son-in-law um and i have said or said to someone jd it would have been like after 9 11 would george bush have said you know i'm gonna let a family member oversee the response no to this, right? absolutely not he would yeah. never have done that it would be preposterous uh, pre- it would have been ridiculous of course so the fact that kushner uh, is again tapped to lead it it does appear to be almost more confusion he had that um very uh criticized remark when he said you know well like we have the stockpile right it belongs to us ah uh. John, we are the state. The states yes. are the government. I mean, right. what are you talking about? And and he was rightfully mocked on that. So, you know, he's out of his league on this. And I I've said for a while, they need to have not just FEMA. You need almost this is almost like a military equipment coordination yep. uh, situation. Yeah, I mean that's what the military does. They go into sections of godforsaken parts of the yep. of the world, and they. Set up house. They get equipment where you never thought you could get it. I don't know why at this point. And I'm not trying to echo Chuck Schumer. No, I, don't I understand. Him on host, but, they, but that's the point. And they he, they a understand chain commander. of command.
1: They understand chain of command and something like this. Now, something else uh, also about Kushner that I found very surprising is, you know, for President Trump, for all his talents, one of the first rules of management is don't hire anyone that you can't fire. And he certainly can't fire. Jared Kirchner. So (laughs) let's also talk, and I think this is um, more news reports coming out. You have two very competent, uh, they just exude confidence, uh, credibility, and Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks. They're exactly the right people, the right place at the right time. But instead, now there's a report that the president took a meeting with Fox News personality Laura Ingram, who brought in two people from her show. Almost trying to do an end around around Dr. Fucci, uh, doc, um, Tony Fucci, and 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 trying to push, you know, a certain drug. The nature of doing that, uh, even if it it's warranted, it's, even if it's there's some element uh, to it, it it certainly undermines the work of of two lifetime professionals.
2: Well, that that's exactly right. I I caught that report, thanks to you. That that's outrageous, John. I mean, as recently as a few days ago. Excuse me, Laura Ingram uh, and Hannity are, are not epidemiologists as far as we know. No. So the fact that he would do that, you're exactly right. Like in this obsession with, look, that's one treatment. There are tons of treatments currently being in stages of, texting, uh, of testing. And the fact that he brings them in, and you're right, that is to undercut. How, how do you know? How do you think Dr. Fauci and, and Dr. Burks felt that? Oh, he's taking a meeting with you know Fox host Laura Ingram, oh. and she's pushing hydroxychloroquine. It's this is insane. And but now there's also more ominous reporting that if there are the manufacturer, I guess Sinofo and who yeah. has inv- investments with that and things like that. So um, that would be very troubling. That will probably flesh out in the days to come. I'm not saying, no one is saying that that's behind his constant pushing of it. But again, to the briefings, when when he spends a lot of the time talking about this treatment and you have the top epidemiologist of the United States standing right there, it's... The optics, it's just um, it's not only insulting to the public, John, it's downright dangerous. Yes. Um, And the fact that he's allowing taking a meeting like that, that's ridiculous. But again, it's not just ridiculous at this point. You know, people's lives are literally on the line with his mismanagement. And the public's going to understand that.
1: Folks, uh, it's John DiPietro. We're going to take a quick break and come right back. Our segment is DiPietro Debate with me. Uh, Donna Perry, Massachusetts communication consultant. A lot more ahead. We are going to talk about the governors, not only nationwide, Governor Mundo, Governor Baker, and a lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Miga Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, Third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, they have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics 401 431 2300.
2: the web at www.innovast.com.
1: This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by AE Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today at 353 9300. It's Alex, it's Scott. A.E. Mazzica Insurance Services, 401-353-9300, located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. Listen, everyone is sitting around. You're looking for ways to save money. They will help you save money going ahead. As far as life insurance, let them help you save money with your auto insurance, home insurance, business and life insurance. A.E. Mazzica Insurance Services. Give a call to Alex and also Scott at 401 401- 353 Find out about protecting your belongings with renter's insurance, uninsured motorist coverage. Everyone is looking to save money right now, and that's what they do. Let them help you save money. It's Alex Mazika, Scott Zamborano, AE Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, free consultation. They can help you over the phone. 401 401- 353 let them help you save money and they will 401-353-9300 it's ae mazeka insurance services and look for them on facebook listen you're going to need extra money let them help you save money with insurance policies ae mazeka insurance services call now free consultation 401-353-9300 it's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, com. Send me an email, john at com. Our segment is DePietro Debate with me, Massachusetts Communication Consultant Donna Perry. Let's talk about the governors. Now, Governor Amundo has certainly, there's a new poll out. She's had the highest approval rating rocketed through the roof, 77%. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, 81% approval rating. And some of the other governors around the country, seeing a huge bounce in their popularity, are the governor of California, Newsom, and then of course Andrew Cuomo, who is just uh, continues to almost give a uh, a lesson or a clinic on how to conduct these types of briefings. Let's start off some of your thoughts on Governor Mundo, who certainly seems to have found her stride and is um, and and making a concerted effort to have a consistent message
2: well you know i I am seeing the poll. I'm actually not surprised that she would get a a high rating um i think a being visible every day um and and she she speaks very clearly i will I will give her that I think she's articulate when she's speaking in contrast to some people, so I'm not surprised that she's projecting i'm on top of the case, and you know here here are the guidelines um and so you know. I I will say that, like, I think just doing that in and of itself, J.D., in this kind of a climate will give you some support and backing from the public. But I've been a bit critical. I feel that she, uh, as you have been, that I I think, though, there have been some notable missteps. Um, The number one area, which I think um, is really worth continually pointing out, as you have done. We all know that in the collapse of the economy in this climate, Many news organizations are working with fewer staffing and, by the way, fewer resources. And I just think that her insistence to have what I've called these very overly staged managed press briefings, uh, which does not allow reporters who are already overworked to be physically in there, they have to take the time to submit a question in advance Uh, which is very different from what you're seeing in Boston with Baker and all these other people. Um, I just think that's actually showing um, a bit of a disregard for the press and insensitivity. And I think it's arrogant. I'm sorry, I've said that. I think it's arrogant to behave in that way at this time when the press themselves uh, have had layoffs, you know, or people are furloughed or, you know, gee, we used to have six people and now we have three. Let's face it. It's a tough time for the press. It's this enormous, Endless story. Um, So I do feel that that has been a misstep And, and people have been very sort of compliant, though. And, you know, they've just gone along with it because they're just trying to catch their breath to stay. You know, as a journalist, you're trying to just stay. You put your head above water and keep going, you know. So I don't think that has shown To be um a very sensitive uh you know gesture on her part
1: well one of the other problems and you can uh, appreciate it for being a a reporter um in in your career and that is it's about access and this is no time to lose access and if you are a news organization and there's a competitive nature to it you don't want to do anything in a climate like this where you could lose access one thing that i've noted just to touch on a media element of this is as you know, we would both agree. For years, the Providence Journal was the paper of record, and still are. But set the tone for the state. I think in this crisis, the news outlet that has really shown above the rest is Channel Twelve WPRI, only because not only do they have their reporters and multiple reporters, but on top of that, they've added people like Ted Nesi, as you know, Eli Sherman. Yep. They truly have become, to me now, as someone that tracks it each day. They just have more individuals honing on different parts of the story and cranking out more information. In in my opinion, in this situation, this story, Channel 12 truly has become the dominant news organization in the state. Now, Channel 10 still does very well in the ratings, but Channel 10, uh, WJR, they do not have a Ted Nisi. They don't have Eli Sherman. They just have regular reporters. Nothing wrong with that. Covering the beat. But as someone that is also covering the story and and submitting questions to the governor, Channel 12, they have several people on the story feeding questions, different breakouts of it. Um, This has really been a a standout moment for Channel 12. Let's also talk about.
2: And I I do want to echo that, by the way, because I I knew him from years ago. Ted Neesey was was kind of ahead of his time when he became that online digital reporter yeah. when it was early on. So I just wanted a uh, tip of the hat to him, Kim Kalunian, who has, you know, they're related to yes. each other. You know, um, she's excellent. Um, she's a star for them. Um, he has just always been head and shoulders. Eli Sherman is a great addition. He is. And Steph Machado, yes. I want to say, who's uh, become like a really hardworking, smart, um just you're right they're loaded with talent and and frankly that model of reporting john it's it, you know like that that mo this moment meets it meets their ability and and anyone who can't work in that format going forward like this is what you're gonna like they're really top shelf
1: they have and alexandra leslie i watch when they have the daily briefing i mean they throw a team at that that is just unmatched uh around yeah. the state They really have, to me, set the bar. This is a different standard. If you take Channel 12 out of the mix, everyone else is kind of on par. The Journal will have two people, one or two people. The Globe obviously has just one person. Ten and Six has maybe one, maybe two people on it. Channel 12 truly has a team of people dedicated to this, and it certainly shows. Touch on also, you know, Donna Perry, I was thinking something that's also a danger for President Trump and that is it's one thing you're running for re-election, and you have these governors around the country that maybe they're kind of struggling in their own states, like a Gavin Newsom or a Cuomo or even, let's just say, a Robundo. But come the fall, when you now have these and they're Democrat governors that yeah. have very popular, huge popularity ratings. And, you know, suddenly now they're being cheered as they're going around the state. If they're for the opponent. That's a completely different dynamic in a reelection. Andrew Cuomo as just this governor of New York that doesn't like President Trump. That's one thing. But now Andrew Cuomo coming out of this, the national voice, they want to draft for the ticket. That spells big problems to me.
2: That's a great point, John, because that you're right. Like that. And not only have these governors had to really create their own model of how to respond to this because there's been such a disorganized and, and not comprehensive response at the federal level. And a lot of it because it goes to him, to FEMA, but it always goes back to him, Trump. You're exactly right, because if you're a governor and and you want to run on a strong situation that you handle, let's face it, this beats Anything you can say of, oh, this was my education plan. Nope. And then we implemented, right, John? I mean, this is this literally this is it. life or death. Yes. This is my mom or whatever. Someone was in the hospital. They got the ventilators yep. in. And, you know, by a miracle, here she is. Any person, you don't have to have a college degree. You're going to understand this situation. And I agree with you. I think that's Trump's greatest threat when you come out of all this. Um it's it's amazing how these governors and by the way, and the people will always remember too, he takes pot shots at the governor governors um from the podium every day, which is just mystifying to me. I mean, you have these governors and the latest one was the uh Illinois Pritzker yes. um and they're hit really hard and he was saying we didn't get the equipment, um and and things like that and, and people are saying and he's insulting them in a daily briefing it's crazy and and again because people are home in droves they're seeing these daily briefings you know which is unusual in our back in our old lives right like people weren't just home to catch a five o'clock thing anymore where that's been you know well documented well now people are home so they're seeing him kind of have these sort of little you know um fights and make insulting comments that seem so so out of place uh in this context and you're right and i think the governors are going to be able to run on this and say i brought you back from the brink i did
1: one other thing about it that i think is perilous for team trump is just because and it's something you and i talk about is you know ukraine was confusing to people russia no one fully got that this is un- unfortunately for them it's one of those things it's a very easy to understand question. And he is being measured by the likes of, you know, his opponent right now to me is not Biden. His opponent has become Cuomo, the way Newsom's handling it, the way Baker's handling it, the way Raimondo is handling it. Right now, they're all holding their tongues. But come the fall, this thing starts to kind of shake out a little bit. I think they're going to be very vocal. Donna Perry, before we let you go, any other uh, passing or or last note or thought that you want to share?
2: Well, and, and to sum up what you just said, J.D., I mean, I thought uh, Cuomo had this very chilling uh, comment when he was trying to contrast. And I think this will stick with people uh, way beyond New York. They have been slow to get the ventilators to the New York is obviously clobbered by this. And he said, here's the story. If a person is brought into a hospital and they can't breathe and they need a ventilator and you don't have a ventilator, the person dies. It's just that blunt. Yeah. those kinds of remarks are going to stay with people and and the fact that he has taken cheap shots at him um again i think it it's going to be a very difficult set of months i just hope we all can listen to the experts staying at home is a really not a difficult big thing to do when you think of what people did in past generations in the war efforts and everything else. It might seem odd. Oh, I just shuffle from my laptop to the TV in the kitchen, you know, but that's what it's calling for. You have to, you have to follow, uh, the, the, these, uh, kind of directives. And I think, you know, we'll all get through it.
1: Folks. She is Massachusetts communication consultant, Donna Perry, TJ. Great job. We'll talk to you again. Great. To- Remember for your business, Mega truck and trailer appear. Call them today 508 336 2110. MEG, mega truck and trailer appear. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today 508 336 2110. Mega truck and trailer appear. FHWA inspections or an Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them 508-336-2110,
0: 508-336-2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in store lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, Your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company. Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? This
1: portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today. Your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online. They have a great website, LawnDoctor.com. What do they do? Well, Outdoor Pest Control, annual program, lawn care service. They make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed. Call them today, 401 401- 392-1025 free uh, consultation and estimate 401-392-1025 lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401-392-1025 lawn doctor